Welcome to the Pro-Life Team Podcast. I'm Thomas Redkins, and I'm speaking with Jacob at iRapture about Options United and how to better serve the pro-life movement. Thomas, I'm excited to have you on the Pro-Life Team Podcast. Would you introduce yourself, uh, say a little bit about your background, and what? Yeah, how did you get involved in pro-life work? Sure. Yes. Uh, thanks, Jacob, for having me. It's been, uh, I know uh, we've been trying to connect for a while, so thank you for persisting and allowing the opportunity. So, uh, yeah, I've uh, I've been involved in pro-life, uh, as I always say, since conception. So <laughs> I like to be uh, um, uh, involved in all things life, uh, everything I've done. But uh, yeah, I think in 2009, I guess, was uh, when I started Options United. And really the reason uh it, you know, it's been, you know, 14 years this month and it's been quite a, quite a challenge. And uh, what we saw, uh, I was working for another organization, pro-life organization that did advertisements across the United States. You know, we'd raise quite a bit of money and put ads on broadcast TV and try to encourage a conversation uh, to think about it, right? To think about the life issue. And uh, it, you know, raised quite a bit of money. We ran ads on MTV and you know, Oprah and all these networks across the nation. And uh, I was just a little dissatisfied in some of the donors as well, just because, it, you know, in terms of how are we saving lives? And so that really stayed with me. And, you know, it's it's good to have a cultural change type of outreach like we saw. But uh, I think it planted the seeds for something more in pro-life that I wanted to do. Um, I think uh, looking back, I, I saw there was a missing infrastructure, something that was just for California. Uh, now we've kind of expanded beyond that, but I, I saw that we could spend three hundred thousand dollars, and it would go fast. It would go real fast. You know, those TV companies will take your money and say thank you, and uh, it goes within a few weeks, right? So uh, we wanted to see what we could do in terms of metrics. How could we measure something we're doing on a broad scape and get uh, real life stories? And so we. Uh, uh, came up with the idea, a group of us, uh, in 2009 to start a call center uh, so we could track where each call went. Sometimes we generate so many calls, the uh, call center we're using couldn't track them, right? So we wanted to track. And so about that time, obviously, uh, Google AdWords was up and running and everything internet. So that's how we got started with Options United. We wanted to look at the broadscape of California, look at 170 pregnancy centers. How could we help them? Uh, and also provide data and to donors and metrics without obviously compromising anything on uh, uh, privacy and, all, and things of that nature. But that's that was the beginning of Options United in 2009. So uh, that's um, we're based in California, and uh, I'm not a native Californian. I uh, originally uh, in Oklahoma. Uh, I grew up with a, uh, in a large family there. Uh, I have quite a roundabout way to get to pro-life but when I, I was studying philosophy in uh yeah, i was in italy testing a call to the priesthood i thought i might be a, have a call and that never really came to fruition but i was studying philosophy and i came across uh, i had to do a paper on phenomenology and yeah, phenomenology of morality and i was doing research on why uh, the uh, what influences our decisions right and emotions the interior decision uh, is, is it values is it you know is it just emotions is it logic you know and so i came across something called uh, the lesser of three evils and it was uh, by the right brain people dr charles kinney uh he's a consumer psychologist 
And the short and sweet of that research was, you know, the, even though logically on the left brain, the woman knows it's a child, obviously, right? The, the influence of culture, influence of emotion, values, as we know, the other finances, whatever weighs in, uh, allows her to have that cognitive dissonance weighing to opposing values. And I really, it really drew me in. And I think that's really where doing that paper and, and, and reading that research really kind of, uh, I guess I found my calling within that calling. I thought I was going towards something more towards service and ministry. Uh, and I was, but it was just in a pro-life ministry. And that's really where I got uh, hooked. The, uh, the research was done by uh, uh, Vitae out of, in Missouri. Uh, and uh, so that's where I eventually found a position with Vitae. And that's eventually how I got involved in pro-life. But it was really from uh, that moment I uh, never had a real experience personally in, in, in the crisis part of this uh, pro-life world. But I uh, definitely felt to calling something like we're better than this, right? We can help our, our fellow Americans, we can help our sisters, you know, our daughters, we can help them by providing immediate help. And so that's how I got involved uh, in the pro-life movement. Uh, so that was a while ago. I don't even care to count the count years. But <laughs> So when it comes to the, the phone calls, what is, well, two questions. One is, what's the goal or posture of the operator who's fielding those calls? And then second question or second part would be, um, what, adv uh, what are you, you know, for Praise Clinic directors who are listening, what should they be thinking about when fielding calls into their clinic? Um, yeah, that, that's a good question. We, we've, uh, early on, we adopted some of the love approach, right, from Heartbeat, and uh, we've also involved some of the right brain research. I'm sure a lot of the audience is familiar with uh, that research. So obviously, it's non-judgmental. And what we try to do is redirection, just asking questions, kind of a sales technique. Uh, as Options United, we have 12, 13, we have a, a staff members, mostly bilingual. <clears throat> and we'll take calls, inquiries like chat uh, uh, forms and other uh, uh, other calls and, and inquiries. Uh, um, and what we'll do is simply ask questions, right? You know, are you sure you're pregnant? You know, our, our goal is not to counsel. Uh, sometimes that involves a little bit of counseling. But we really want to, I tell the staff, is our, our goal is to sell the appointment, right? Where the best help that we can provide that woman at that moment is uh, somebody in person. And so we do all we can uh, at that moment. Uh, you know, probably 80, 90, 90 plus percent of our calls are abortion-minded calls. So uh, we, we simply just want them to get that ultrasound, right? And that's uh, and we don't do it through counseling. We try to avoid counseling. We're not trained counselors. And uh, uh, it's just very hard to do uh, online anyway uh, on the telephone. So uh, the attitude is simply non-judgmental and slowing and creating a pause with questions and, and charity and never misleading, never, uh, never offering services that we don't do. I know that's uh, uh, the accusation out there of, you know, false clinics and uh, it never happens that way. We just tell them very openly what we uh, offer. And uh, uh, that's pretty much how we handle it. I think, uh, you know, um, do we redirect them back to that? For example, we take calls for pregnancy centers directly. So, so if a pregnancy center wants to have their own dedicated phone number, we'll set up their own dedicated phone number and answer calls for them and refer them back to their pregnancy center uh, within reason, right? If they're 100 miles away, probably not. Uh, but you know, we uh, we see ourselves as a 
is a pass through. We simply, uh, to the pregnancy centers for that client, we're not trying to counsel. That's not the endpoint service, right? And so I know some other services like that exist out there where they consider themselves the endpoint and that we are not. We're just a call center and we want to help um, imagine a air traffic control. You know, we're trying to land that airplane and we're trying to get more and more airplanes to that airport. Right? So we do outreach, advertising, marketing, uh, Google AdWords, things of that nature on a broad scale. Uh, and we try to get that woman in a non-judgmental and uh, sort of a, um, the calls go pretty quickly. You know, once we create that pause and get that woman to think about it, then we say, hey, if you're, uh, you know, there's a, a free location nearby or a location near you, would you like us to? schedule that appointment or would you like to talk to them live right now? And so a lot of our calls are live referrals. So we'll say, uh, yeah, please hold. And here's pregnancy center and uh, I don't know, a Tascadero present. Uh, here's uh, a Tascadero executive director. Here's Sally, Sally, this is what we talked about. And then we do the live connect and then we go on to the next call. And, uh, and from that, uh, each pregnancy center gets a referral uh, email so you know that we've connected so we've already have your information online that's how we were able to refer the client to you so it'll generate an automatic email and that email will go directly to that pregnancy center um, you know we, we follow up eventually with the pregnancy center as as well as a client if consent is given and if that's how we have the arrangement in that area uh, in that pregnancy center so that's pretty much how the handoff uh, works uh, we uh, again, see ourselves, and uh, sometimes this is important, I think, to hear and reiterate that because we hear it, that we're not the end service. We don't want to be that pregnancy center. We want to be who we are as a call center. So mm -hmm. going back to like how the appointment is scheduled by someone on your team, <clears throat> are you using like their, you know, the, the uh, pregnancy clinic that's nearby to that uh, potential client or that client? Are you using their public facing schedule appointment form? Or how do you know what day and time they are available um, to assist in that direction? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Primarily, we use uh, PlusLink. If you're on PlusLink, you add us as a call center, and we can see those slots that you uh, provide for us. Um, there are a couple that do their own uh, website scheduling. Um, if it's uh, smooth and and uh, provides us the openings to schedule, we can do that as well. Um, but that would be uh, if you're a plus link e or eKairos or way cool, just add us as a call center. And that would be the easiest way to um, uh, allow our staff to be more efficient for you. And uh, um, if there's other ways of doing it, uh, mostly it's it's word of mouth and we do the live referral. And, and a couple of pregnancy centers have pretty good interfaces on their own website. So we'll use that. Uh, we can customize a little bit that type of service, you know, if you want to reach out to us and ask. Uh, we just have to be careful not to overload staff, right? We get dozens and dozens, hundred and plus calls a day, right? So we don't want to do too many customizations and how we handle calls or clients or scheduling, but we can do uh, what's what's needed at that moment, of course. We just don't want to do too many things at once. And um, if there's 170 pregnancy centers in California, we don't want to have to have 170 different ways of scheduling appointments, in other words. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what about Next Level? Does that one connect with PlusLink or is that not connected as of yet? Uh, not, uh, not that I know of. That's a good, I've heard of okay. it and we've worked We've worked with a couple of others. Um, um, yeah, their, their names are slipping me, but uh, slipping my mind. But um, I know we've worked around Next Level, but I'm not sure how it's actually functioning right yeah. now. Yeah, and I think 
yeah, Ikairos and Wakul, I would expect is like 70%, maybe slightly higher, maybe 70% of clinics are probably using Ikairos or Wakul, I would expect. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. 80%. Yeah, we, it's, it's a lot. We've, yeah, we've experienced, uh, uh, um, yeah, a little bit with a, something called full stack, right? So it has all the services a pregnancy center would ever need on one website, including reputation management, scheduler, chat, phone, everything. So we experienced, uh, experimented, sorry, a little bit with uh, that in, in Northern California. So if ever comes this moment of epiphany where everybody wants to work together on the same platform, but we found that it was just too much, uh, too much, uh, well, as you know, it would take a lot to get everybody on that same page, but there's technologies out there where we could easily insert uh, a scheduler if a pregnancy center needed. And, uh, but we had, we'd have to do that on broad scale to make it scale, scalable, you know, achievable. Yeah. Um, so tell me about your Google ads targeting, I guess, for, are you focusing on Calif the entire state of California or do you go beyond California? What's that look like? Yeah, we've uh, we've mixed it up uh, mostly the entire state of California. Um, we've done nationwide as well, just to give ourselves a bigger footprint and a little bit bigger budget, uh, which is required. But it also gives you better clicks and better exposure. Um, uh, primarily, it is California. We've uh, noticed a, a downturn in the effectiveness of AdWords uh, uh, conversions, etc. But uh, it's always been a mainstay of ours since two thousand nine. We haven't turned them off, and it's. Uh, it's one of our primary generators. Um, we've used other search engines. There's just no real, as you know, uh, real return or metric that's really uh, exciting. So right now it's Google AdWords and uh, uh, we have used other methods, uh, index marketing, as you know, um, and a little bit of uh, um, optimization with your with your uh, uh, help. And that's helped a lot. So we've tried different things and we've been getting uh, clicks and calls from all over the nation. You know, we've, uh, for whatever reason, um, uh, the East Coast has been picking up for us. Uh, we have just a light exposure and it kind of follows, it doesn't follow our budget. It follows some weird, <laughs> weird, weird uh, reason why certain areas get more exposure, even though they have the same amount of buy. Uh, so, but it's uh, it's been our mainstay since 2009. Yeah. I and personally, or well, professionally and personally, I find your your team member Kevin to be like the expert of experts. Like he is like the of the upper echelon of he's like you know of the of the highest level when it comes to Google Ads expertise and creative thinking. Um, and so I, I have learned uh, a, a a great deal a great deal from him. And I just yeah, so I know that your Google Ads work is yeah I would say beyond phenomenal because like it's literally is yeah it's top level uh yeah it's uh, i do i do his work a disservice by not <laughs> describing it more but he's yeah he's he's uh, performed in he's terms a, of uh, 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 performance indicators he's scored in the top of the nation so he's he's he knows his stuff yeah. uh, um, so yeah pardon that if kevin ever listens to this pardon the disservice <laughs> i've done his work <laughs> no, no. he's he's one of those behind the scenes guys that is you know just epic and and um and part of how like, you know, this engine and body of Christ works because there's so many amazing people that you often don't, you know, you don't see, see them working diligently, but they are, they're, they are there working diligently. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So out of curiosity, I mean, you know, Google, well, out of, out of what, what types of marketing do you do? Like, is there anything beyond 
Google that you're currently doing or, yeah, and what is it perhaps? Yeah, we've done uh, uh, geo-targeting, which is, you know, probably a bad word now in California. So, <laughs> so uh, we've done some of that uh, with uh, 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 Frank McGuire. He's on the East Coast. I'm not sure if you've met. But, uh, so we've done some of that. We've done, uh, which is kind of broad, um, more of a broad, not search engine marketing, but it's a broad uh, uh, click. Um, what is it called? Uh, yeah, it's, the name is escaping me. So we've done. Uh, uh, Geofencing? Geo, some geofencing as well, and geotargeting. Uh, we've also done uh, just, uh, you know, Yext, you know, the index marketing, things of that nature, just to get a bigger footprint out there. Uh, we have several. Uh, our main uh, mainstay uh, website right now is options for pregnancy, and so we've used a, a number of different uh, tools trying to get that out there and, and optimization. Uh, Free Women's Clinic is another that we had. Um, if you go there now, it's kind of a mess. We haven't updated it in a couple of years. It was on a different, we set a different A record. So it was showing uh, as free ultrasounds. And so we're, um, the website has gone over many different um, tests and and retests of uh, strategies. So we're trying everything. We, uh, we have another site, a real option, which has, uh, uh, we tried to use that just as uh, organic, you know, SEO and a lot of video that's regarding adoption. And that hasn't really taken off, but um, primarily uh, I think the best, the best uh, bang for our, our buck or at least measurable would be Google ads. So uh, we've, we tried uh, again, uh, optimization as well, and that's helped a little bit, but um, for the type of call that we're looking for, which is that urgent, you know, uh, need help now that uh, Google ads has really paid off for us. So it's been our mainstay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, out of all the different marketing vehicles, uh, yeah, it seems like Google slash internet is number one for how Princely clinics get found. And then word of mouth is number two. And then after that, it's probably signage. And then it seems like it, you know, maybe, you know, very, very further down the list, uh, percent wise would be <clears throat> social media. And then usually not recognized would be like newspaper, TV, radio, um, and, and several other areas, but that those all essentially are not really used by most clinics for, yeah, or they don't show up on most intake form um, measurements. Um, we're going to try, we'll you, probably try something. We're going to try something a little different. Um, it's it's just now launching, if you will, but it's called guerrilla marketing or analog marketing. We're going to try to, uh, with, we have certain key endorsements with the Catholic Church here in California, and we're going to try to launch something what we call a blue brand, which is uh, uh, specific for institutions like Catholic hospitals, schools, and uh, parishes, and try to get just stickers, like a sticker campaign, and because there's you know, 11 million Catholics that attend these institutions. So, so we're going to try something and hopefully I can give you an update where it's non cancelable. It's, cool. it's uh, friendly towards that audience kind of, uh, kind of branding towards that, that type of audience where uh, you can go to a school or a church and say, Hey, here's a sticker that says, you know, pregnant need help. So we're going to try that hopefully in a big way and uh, just more guerrilla marketing. And maybe, uh, maybe we would, maybe we don't need Google. <laughs> That's, yeah. you know, but I, yeah, uh, if it ever comes to that, but if we ever go back to the, uh, you know, non-digital marketing, so we're, we're going to test that. Uh, we, with the endorsements and the uh, open doors, I think we can try to do that statewide, but that's that's a prayer intention. So if you guys in your audience would pray for that, um, we're trying to get some open yeah. doors and help. Yeah, that makes sense. And we need more creative ideas to be, well, 
piloted and tested in order to, you know, because, you know, because, you know, Google, yeah, Google uh, changes the rules or has changed the rules over the years. And um, the certainty of, you know, being, you know, uh, of access to that platform is by far not, not guaranteed. And we still need to use it while it's available, I believe. But at the same time, there's no guarantee that availability will be here in three years because it's definitely changed over the last, boy, I think the last major change might've been five years and then again in two or three years ago. But they've, yeah, they have um, definitely have shifted in availability for advertising. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I can give you many examples where they just, you know, it doesn't make any sense at all, right? Why do we get a call a day from one region, and uh, then for the next five years we never get a call, right, from Google? <laughs> so it's uh, it's not a fair platform. And back, you know, you miss, you mentioned the mystical body. You know, how much, how many of our fellow Christian brothers sisters uh, have the abortion, and we're not. You know, we forget to mark to market to our our church community, our communities, our mystical body, and and save those who have already, you know, uh, know the truth, right? But they get picked off. So we're, you know, it's a, it's a spiritual thing. It's a it's a spiritual battle. It's more before it's politics, as we know. And uh, maybe so our hunches, and um, maybe we're right, maybe we're wrong. We just need collaboration and open doors and a greater sense of unity because that's really it's in our name, Options United. And uh, if we we tend to lean on those who, uh, and you know they've been captured by the, the the secular, right, and not the Christian. So we have to use them, use these tools. But are we missing something within our own body? Right, our own mystical body, and the, the, the those Christians that need help, and so they're being picked off and pummeled, and and we're being isolated, divided, and conquered. And so, is there something we can do just on a spiritual level, on a uh, uh, you know? So it's not it's non technical, but it's it might be uh, something that we have ignored. So uh, I'll, maybe I'll report back to you with with some good results. I hope. <laughs> Um, so there's two questions or two parter. Um, first, is there a cost to join this network and be on your list, like for a Princeton clinic to be listed? Um, second part would be what's the, um, what's the qualification to be listed? Um, you know, do you require someone to provide ultrasounds? Uh, do you, you know, or do you include non-medical centers that do referrals? You probably need the ultrasound location, I would expect. But yeah, how, what, what's the cost and what's the requirements to be a part of this? Yeah, the, the requirements are to be pro-life. So we don't, you know, we don't discriminate past that. And we, we want to, um, our, our thinking is if there's somebody that needs help and you're pro-life and have a center, uh, we will we will refer to you, you know, and now we'll break it down by what they need. If they need an ultrasound, is it a clinic, right? So we'll, we'll, we'll have that information ready but the the bar is uh you know there's already enough organizations out there that uh certify qualify and offer training uh our our, our mission is to get as many uh, pregnancy centers onto our network as possible so we'll refer to everyone and uh, and work with them obviously if that pregnancy center we had a few times that just haven't trained their staff and so we've had to pause service and sometimes just take out service because they were offering referrals to things that were just you know obviously not in the pro-life realm so the qualifications are that the cost is free uh, if you if we get a call and they're in your area 
will refer to. We've made referrals to all all uh, states and 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 the lower 48. Uh, well, Alaska, Hawaii, uh, Guam, just now. <laughs> so uh, we've uh, offered referrals everywhere. There we do have a fee based. Uh, if you need more services, like I talked about, the uh, dedicated phone number where you want reports and and and, and uh, scheduling. So. Uh, that's, you know, that starts uh, at a monthly fee, a subscription basis. So we have, gosh, 30 or 40 locations that are using the subscription fee. Uh, but it's not a it's not a big part of what we do, but it's uh, certainly there. Uh, if you need enhanced services after hours, for example, phone call support, like if it's on vacations or you have a long meeting and you have no one answering your calls or whatever's happening, then you can contact us and uh, we'll take care of the calls with, you know, as a subscription. So that's kind of how we work. Uh, it's pretty uh, uh, low friction and low cost. Um, and we, we, again, we just believe if you're pro-life, there's enough good out there, not that many good pregnancy centers that we'd like to take advantage of. And so that's how we work. Um, so when it comes to clinics beyond California, you, you said that you've done, re you've done referrals. So do you have people on your network beyond California or do you just look them up based on you know, looking for where someone's at. Yeah, uh, normally they, they look us up, you know, we have a uh, pregnancy center signed up on a subscription fee from Rhode Island, Florida, you know, uh, Tennessee, all over the place. So uh, yeah, they they find us, they find that, that our services are more customizable, not just that quote unquote national call center, even though we are national. So we, we uh, 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 it's word of mouth really through conferences and other things that we people start uh, pregnancy centers and directors start calling us and uh, looking for help. Uh, we don't always provide what they need, but uh, we just another uh, opportunity, I think, for the for their for their ministry that they can rely on. We're a, um, we're not a twenty four seven call center. We're um, uh, we basically it's eight in the morning till ten at night Pacific Standard Time. We can expand those hours. We just haven't. Once that need comes, we can expand it. We just haven't seen seen the need yet. Um, and uh, normally after a certain hour, you just get uh, prank calls or no calls at all. And so it doesn't make sense for us as a smaller organization. Uh, eventually we'd like to get there uh, and be 24 seven, but it's not um, right now. It's, it, again, if we were missing lives and obviously we it expand, but we just don't see that right now. Is there like an online directory of sorts where someone can, you know, go to the website and search for a, you know, search for a clinic that's currently listed within your, your network or, you know, network of clinics? Yeah. If you go to optionsforpregnancy.com and uh, uh, search, and if you, if you're not listed, let us know uh, and we'll add you. And um, uh, it's, it, it comes with a standard uh, sort of uh, text with every listing. You might, you probably can click through the listings and see it just for optimization and keywords. Um, but if you want something different in your website and other things listed, just let us know. And so we're pretty flexible on that. Now we've only had, um, you know, one out of thousands, you know, one, maybe yeah, one that I can think of that just didn't want to be listed at all. And, uh, you know, Maybe they haven't realized that there are search engine and websites that list them anyway. <laughs> so, but uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll cater to what you how you uh, each each director wants to uh, operate. Yeah, per personally, I'm not the biggest fan of some directories, but I like your directory, and there's several directories that I do like. And um, but all that to say is, yeah, and I, it and, and and I think your directory does it include well does it include a link to their to their website is that part of the directory listing or is it just what what do you list as part of the information about a given clinic 
It's mostly just the pin, the map pin that's available to all, and uh, and then some basic, uh, uh, you know, boilerplate text. Uh, we do have links to a lot of pregnancy centers that say, "Hey, can you add our website?" That uh, we will even add a phone number. Uh, it's it's uh, it's good for our site that we add more information and links. So let us know. Uh, we just haven't done it for everyone, just because. Uh, uh, of the time involved and also we're not sure you know what they want so we just kind of leave it kind of a generic site but uh, the uh, in terms of uh, specific information right to the uh, uh, to that pregnancy center but we will uh, if you're interested uh, our staff members call our hotline and we'll get you we'll get we'll get a, your text set as you wish uh, the as you go awesome. to that yeah uh, the, yeah, yeah. yeah as, as I was going to say as you go to the website you'll see that it's kind of a it drives you to the contact uh, uh, tools rather than searching. So, well, a lot of times, if depending on where they're at, they, they simply just call, right? You can go through and look at the analytics. Like they're just like bada boom, bada bing, call or bada boom, chat, you know, or request call back or fill out a form. So they don't necessarily all go to that, but it does help in general for a better, uh, like you said, a better directory than yeah, we'll, we'll accommodate. Okay. Yeah, I'm a big yeah. fan of... Um uh directories hel helping pregnancy clinics get, get getting more backlinks and so every time you're linking to a clinic you're really helping them show up better on google and so that's you know that's a big plus in my book and so i really appreciate you absolutely. doing that those, those offering those backlinks absolutely yeah and if, uh, if there's any uh, customization requests send them our way yeah we'll definitely do that so. awesome so one of the questions I like to ask in these podcasts is, where have you seen God's fingerprints in the work that you've done, this pro-life work? Oh, boy. Yeah. Every day, I think. The fact that we're even here <laughs> every day, uh, we're sustained. Uh, it's true. Uh, we do have, uh, you know, we operate. It's it's App for Life. So, you know, App for Life out of work. We have a mobile app, prayer app. And um I don't know, just going through some of the stories that the staff members talk about, uh, some of our staff themselves. Um, uh, I can talk about Crystal. Uh, she passed away, uh, uh, died of cancer very young in her 20s, and uh, it impacted us a lot uh, where she offered her suffering, you know, for to save more babies. And that's really impacted us. She's even refused pain medication, right, to offer more pain into suffering for these. Uh, so the, the, the people that uh, work and that you bump into are just amazing, amazing. And then I said every time I give a talk, it feels like before I've been here, the Holy Spirit has been working because it's just a great group of people. Uh, um, uh, I can um, I can give you a dozen stories, but it really, it really, uh, I was just, walking into the office the other day and just the fact that we can do this work and still be funded <laughs> and still find donations and still be doing it for 14 years. Uh, I just sent a report with a partner that we've partnered with since 2015 until uh, now. And we've fielded for in this Southern California area just for this partner, 71,000 inquiries. And, uh, you know, if you look behind the scenes and how much struggle and pain <laughs> and uh, doubt and unknown, you know, dark times, um, it's, uh, I could say without his grace, we wouldn't be here today instantly, you know, instantaneously. So it's been a, um, a real, uh, and I can add this, I think it, as I've been doing this, it's just helped my spiritual life so much, you know, in the sense that, uh, 
just come to the real, realization that uh, holiness is the way to be pro-life. Like, what can I do to do techniques and practices and websites? You know, we probably have five too many websites already. So, <laughs> so what can we do? And it just comes back to the fact that the closer we get to our Lord and let him do the work, uh, that the better we will be. And so uh, that, that was a, done in a very powerful way. I know I was in a very tough uh, spot personally, financially, business-wise, and I'm just like, you know, you don't even need me anyway. You could save all the babies you want. And it just hit me as I was walking into church, it, almost like a, I don't know, like a Frisbee caught me on the forehead. <laughs> you know, it was just like so, so clear that you are my hands, you are my feet, you know. And uh, so I, I was really uh, struck by that. And I apologize to our Lord for doubting, you know, that our work is he needs us uh, for some strange reason. He picked us to collaborate. And so uh, it's an honor. And uh, it's also a cross, as I tell my wife. And one of the prayers we go through is halo cross, our only hope. <laughs> and so we kind of laugh, you know, like, uh oh, you know, what are we what are we asking for now? But it uh, really is a source of grace and uh, but also a source of you know offering. Right. We can offer these things up. And so um, this work has not just been pro-life work. It's been the work of the Lord, the giver of life. And so I was writing something about that just recently, how in, in Genesis, how the Holy Spirit moved over the waters and created life, right? So life itself, we're not just fighting to preserve life, like life as an animal or a creature of, of I don't know, um, we're actually a body and soul. So our eternal life is what we're saving. We're not just saving a life, we're saving God's plan for that soul that lasts for eternity. And so uh, anyway, so uh, I, it's very, uh, it's a very spiritual type work for me now. Uh, before it was more of a need to do this, got to do this, you know, this is my mission. And uh, I've been humbled so many times that I finally realized that it's not about me. <laughs> right? It's about others and serving. So um, yeah, so Maybe that was more than you asked for, but uh, no, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of the <clears throat> one of the phrases that um, we use as a company value, and that I pulled from my church, is called dual wield, and essentially it's based on um, Nehemiah, where he was essentially building a wall with one hand. He you know he had the plow or the brick in one hand, working on building, and in his other hand, he either had a sword or a spear or a shield because he was under attack. And so I feel like this space, we're often doing a dual wield, meaning we're, we're building, whether it's marketing or you know counseling, we're, we're doing the work in one hand. But meanwhile, we're also having to use energy in our second hand for you know carrying our sword or shield or, or something to that effect where we're having to yeah fight and build, fight and build at the same time, because it's a spiritual fight that's mixed with counseling, that's mixed with marketing and it's weaved into our culture and we have, we have, yeah, spiritual enemies uh, who are active in this space. And our God is so good to sustain us through, through really hard dry times where we always, you know, are always taken care of. Absolutely. Yeah. I like, I like that. So it's Nehemiah. I will go there and look at it. Yeah. I, I don't know the, the citation, yeah. but I will. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I spend uh, a lot of my day now finding different yeah, verses and uh, prayer inspiration. So, Yeah. So my next question for you is, 
what um based on your experience and based on this journey what new idea you know when i say a new idea meaning something that's less than 10 percent adopted like what's something that you've come across that's really good that most pregnancy clinic directors or most you know maybe pro-life leaders may not have adopted yet or may haven't maybe they haven't seen or heard what's something that you've come across that would be worth sharing that's relatively new Oh boy, I'd have to dig here. Um, I, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I think, um, you know, we're always trying new things. Uh, we're always trying uh, uh, new communication tools, you know, uh, um, uh, text, for example, we have, uh, we started our text to uh, hotline. So your 800 number can be converted into a text line. And so we started that just recently. So hopefully We'll see if that pays off. So call or text 877-398-7734 because a lot of our communications now are chat and text with it so much easier and more accessible um, techniques. Um, I don't know, just more, uh, actually just more face-to-face -face meetings. <laughs> you know, that, that's really helped build team uh, uh, more. So I, I know uh, we had our first Christmas party after the lockdowns and it was just like a everybody, you know, simple party beautiful party, but it was just, you know, face-to-face. -face. We're like, oh, yeah, we forgot how important this is. <laughs> so we're, as a call center, we don't do it as much like a pregnancy center, right? They're always there. At, well, you're there at the at the center. So for us, that was, uh, you know, oh, yeah, we're human. We should meet and talk, you know. So <laughs> um, other than that, I think some of, some of the geo-targeting, geo-fencing, I know I can tell, I can tell you, um, um, you know, uh, don't, you know, my California sensors, but, uh, you know, outside of California, there, a lot of the phone calls that we got were people in the uh, parking lot of Planned Parenthood. So the geofencing uh, can be very effective. And, if, you know, um, a couple of people I know, if you need re referrals, let me know uh, that could do that for you on a, a non-cancelable platform. Um, so um, that that is kind of unique, you know, because that's a Holy Spirit moment when they're actually looking for help right at that moment, they're having doubts. So that's been, um, obviously, um, we can't do that in certain states or uh, uh, techniques or, you know, some people don't agree to them. And uh, we, we don't do that anymore. As a, uh, we just did it as a test. But I can tell you those are different techniques that do work. And um, it, it goes, everybody has their flavor and, and uh, risk assessment to make, right? But uh, uh, in California, obviously, we have a little bit different uh, risk assessment and threats going on now. So we just have to be uh, careful. So we're, we're pretty uh, streamlined now in, in what we do. So no more tests like that. But uh, until, until we're uh, get, a, get in a better position, you know, so. So you, you've helps. done a lot of work. No, that's good. That's a, that's. Yeah, those are really good tidbits for the people to, yeah, to consider and reflect on. So when it comes to all this work that you've done to drive traffic to a pro-life organization, whether it's in California or abroad, um, tell me, like, what is something, you know, what drives you to, you know, what are your thoughts on the, the leadership teams and these these teams who are essentially these pro-life teams who are working to serve on a daily basis, like what encouraging story might you want to, you know, have them here? Because essentially it sounds like you've devoted, um, was it 14 years or how long have you been, you know, you know this long journey and motivate, you know, you've, you've dedicated this work, this, this passion and this excitement, you know, all of this effort 
to drive traffic to these pro-life centers, um, you know, you, yeah, what's the, what's the, the why? And then what could you say that might encourage them, you know, is sort of like with your passion behind it for why, you know, because you're essentially like, to me, it sounds like you're one of their largest fans along with myself and several <laughs> other people in the pro-life world, you know, Princeton clinic directors and leadership teams and volunteers are, you know, sometimes I, I look at myself as like the part of the support team who's supporting the hands and feet in those clinics um, and I know that, you know, the support team also is part of the hands and feet. Uh, but yeah, what would you say to those directors and leadership teams and, te- you know, pregnancy clinic teams for, you know, what's driving your passion to support them in such a, um, in such a big way? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm a fan of pregnancy. I mean, the, the pro-life movement as such is, the, you know, as, as many would say or have said, it's the greatest civil rights movement in history, right? In, the, in terms of the civil rights of our, of the unborn, right? And so, uh, unity, it's, it's in our name, and uh, uh, you know our our adversaries work so well together, right? And so at every level, I would encourage unity of prayer, yeah, you know, prayer through unity because we're all Christian-based, motivated. We're motivated by something bigger than us, and so I, I would say that's what motivates me. That's what gets me up in the morning. I'm just thinking, wow, if we can just get better unified, you know, in some sort of uh, informal or formal uh, relationship to ha- have reach more souls, right? Uh, those who, who need help. So I've really been, um, you know, uh, advocate uh, and fan of the pro-life movement. So I'm honored to be a part of it and uh, just a small cog in the machine, if you will. But uh, uh, the pregnancy centers are the front line, always have been, and uh, that's who we want to help. And that's where we know that uh, life can be saved. So anything we can do to get more traffic, more uh, more feet through the door, right? Foot traffic. Uh, that's what we're going to do. And but I, I would encourage uh, uh, more unitive strategies. Um, I think it's historically we're at a very unique time in history where we've uh, helped uh, overturn Roe v. Wade and Casey. And now we're looking at with Dobbs. Now we're looking at a whole new set of circumstances. And now is the time to reassess and understand better that we have the technology. We have the means and we have the Holy Spirit. And so we should try to find better ways to unite because um, it's not a zero sum game in terms of fundraising, right? If um, there's enough money out there, the better the product, the more money we'll raise, right? And, uh, um, you know, I, I, I tell the story that, uh, or the description of, a, you know, we have a thousand pregnancy centers and a thousand websites and a thousand phone numbers. And our adversaries have thousands of locations and one website one phone number just in a press release uh, that the attorney general sent out here uh, in California uh, at the end of the press release is, you know, you know promoting uh, the abortion providers hotline and their directory. Right. And so we should be better at hotlines and directories and finding ways of uniting those and getting better. The, uh, you know, uh, one of our programs, one number, one solution, simply just a re a retake on what we do every day. There's one phone number and one solution doesn't mean we get all the credit. It's just that it's easier to market, easier to leverage, easier to get out there. It's actually different phone numbers, but at least one communication hub, if you will. So um, just openness to uh, and asking for guidance for unity within the pro-life movement is um, many times we're heading in different directions and with different strategies, but it's one Lord the giver of life, right? So maybe we should, as a movement, Get closer to him so we can get better better guidance from him and, and become more of a 
spiritual movement, the darker our world is getting right now with all the crazy things we can kind of laugh about or like, oh, we lament that it's actually the better, the, the better way, the best way to address darkness is through light, right? And so if we can come together and be better uh, reflections of, of the Lord in our work and better united, it's if we have one father, then we are one family. So we should have better, uh, you know, it flows from that, that we have better strategies and openness towards the others to make, make sure we are doing all we can as a movement. Yeah. Uh, well, I really appreciate you being, you're sharing these thoughts and ideas and your story. Um, if you have any final thoughts or, yeah, would you maybe, um, if you have any final thoughts, I'd like to hear them. And then also if you, if you could um, close our podcast in a prayer, I'd really, yeah, I'd like to have that be the you know the the wrap the wrapping yeah. at the end of this podcast piece yeah thank you yeah well i just appreciate very much your work and and what you're doing and trying to be uh innovative and uh and reaching out uh i know uh it takes a lot of energy so i know you're close to the lord in that sense because you there's not a lot of payback sometimes <laughs> you know it's uh, more pushback than payback so our, our payback sounds but worse you know reward i should say so uh <laughs> so thank you for that and uh uh, we can close with a prayer if you want. That'd be that'd be fine. Yeah, uh, God, we ask for your uh, continued blessing over the pro-life movement. Send the Holy Spirit to unite us. Give us life. Give us inspiration, and and, and uh, let us be better at what we do. Better servants. Uh, better ministers of your grace. Help us to uh, unite our families at home and unite our ministries and work more efficiently in your. Uh, kingdom, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of life, and it's life eternal. Help us to be better servants to that. We ask that in this and all of our, all our ten intentions uh, in the name of Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
sponsors include Heritage House, Patriot Insurance, and iRapture.com. The Pro-Life Team Podcast is a ministry of iRapture.com. If you would like to explore making a donation or becoming a sponsor or have a recommendation for who would be a good guest on the podcast, please contact us at hello at prolife.team.